Hi, this is Lisa Hawkins with Christian Warrior Woman. Well, good day and good day, ladies. I want to jump in and talk about the area of women and regret. And first, I want to make sure that each and every one of you know that every woman on the planet has had regret about something or another in their lives or something that has happened to them, maybe a person that they um, got involved with, or maybe even regretting speaking about an issue to a person. Sometimes we can regret even conversations in our marriage or in a relationship that maybe that we should have let, as they say, dead dogs lie and not continue in the argument, and then it escalated to something else. And so we have regret, but we have regret about our money, about maybe how we've managed it, or maybe how we depended on someone else. Regret maybe have living lived with someone who then when the late relationship ended, you had nowhere to live with your children. Maybe you had regret about an abortion. Maybe there was regret about um, your divorce. There are so many things in life that happen where we can struggle with regret. But the thing that we have to remember is that's key and that we have to remind ourselves. And it's so key that we use our our mouth and we use our eyes to read the living word, to read in motivational words that move us from looking at in the rear, which to me regret is like living your life, looking in the rear view mirror of what you've passed and never realizing you're crashing in front of you because you're not looking in front. And so when we even use the word with the RE, it's like, it's what's behind. And we have to learn. God gave us eyes. (laughs) I like this. God gave us eyes that look forward. He didn't give us eyes for the back of our head. So we don't need to put our attention to what lies in the back of us. We need our attention that's to the front of us. And there are animals and birds and whatnot that have eyes on the side of their face and everything like that. Our eyes aren't on the side of our face. So the Lord had already determined when we were created that moving forward was the momentum and the desire and the focus that we need to have in our life. So when you think of regretting whether it's people, circumstances, things, focus on I'm alive to move forward and to expect, ladies, expect and anticipate something great that is coming before me. So I want to start with Philippians 3 and 13, where it says brothers and sisters. And so this morning I'm talking to sisters. I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do for getting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. So I want you to fight for what's ahead of you. 
You know, it's called Christian Warrior Woman for a reason. That life is not about being easy, but it is about being determined and about momentum and about moving forward. And if, and if you hear from God and have the Holy Spirit within you, then you have the ability to say when the enemy brings regret to you that I'm not going to live in regret. So let's look at some facts about regret, especially when it comes to women. Surprise, surprise, that women are at a higher risk of regret. Why? Because women are at a higher risk of poverty in most industrialized nations. You know, if we look at the U.S., women are 35 percent more likely than men to live in poverty. And there's 14 and a half million women and children who are living in households headed by a woman. And that number is probably higher by now. So the likelihood of a single mom having regret is very high. But what we have to do is focus on that you are within God's plan. I don't care if you had a child out of wedlock. I don't care if you have more children than you could afford. What I'm trying to share with you is that everything in your life God already knew would happen. And he also knew that he has a plan for how you move forward. So if you're in poverty today, you don't have to be in poverty tomorrow. But you do have to implement plans of faith, plans of determination to live for Christ and to know his word and to know his promises and to let go of control and to let him in. And not focus on what baby daddy should do or the the hate or venom that you may be living with that you need to forgive that person of. Regrets in your life, maybe of an abortion that you had. Well, guess what? We were all in a state of lack of knowledge at some point in our lives. But you are now a new creature. So a new creature with new thoughts, new desires, new knowledge, and new healing power. So do not um, suffer and spend your time in regret. Regret leads to self-doubt. Regret can lead to shame. Regret's related to shame, and that's why we banished shame yesterday. So... What are some of the, the biggest regrets that women have? And I've got five that I found in doing some research from um, Inc. Magazine. Not trying hard enough in school. Not losing weight on a diet. Choosing the wrong career path. Not getting on the property ladder, meaning don't own any property. Spending a night with someone I shouldn't have. And you will see in the next few weeks that I'm going to um, be offering an online um, group um, coaching on choosing the right career path and how to go about that with God. So that should be fun. So stay tuned about that in the upcoming um, weeks. One of the things in my background, I've served in nursing homes, um, in ministry and doing church services for the elderly at for different facilities. And I kind of managed that ministry um, for the church I was a part of as one of my roles. And when I found this research 
of the top five regrets of people dying. I also found this to be what I would hear in my conversations. I did prayer services and I would sit down and talk with um, a number of elderly people. And these are some of the things that they listed. So imagine what I'm trying to do here with you is to prevent you from having these regrets when you're in your latter years of your life and may not be young enough to to get through or get back some of the things you didn't do today. And so today, I want you to think about what's some of the most important things you want in your life. And so here are the top five regrets of, of senior people or people dying. I wish that I had let myself be happier. That one is huge to me. I wish I hadn't worked so hard. I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. And so when you look at these, think of are some of these linked to the regrets you've listed when we began this podcast. But what I want you to embrace and take hold of, especially for women, because of the the lacking confidence and, you know, self-doubt is can be huge due to various reasons. I want you to lock hold on. I wish I had let myself be happier. I wish I hadn't worked so hard. I know that when our income is low, we feel overwhelmed with how we're going to provide. We do have a provider that can provide above and beyond our physical or mental capabilities of thinking about how we can make more, do more, because we lose time with our children that we can never get back. I was a a corporate executive that was working hard, working hard when I was home, working hard when I was away from home for four days a week. And for me, my thought was, I'm doing this and giving my kids a great life. They live in a great house. They have a pool. They have vacations. They have great clothes. They have great friends. And I was thinking I was working hard to give them all these things. And one day, my son, it was around third or fourth grade, said to me he wanted me. And he said, when I said to him, don't you like all the things that mom's job provides? And he said to me that day, and it cut me to the core, that he would have rather have less things and have me around more. And as a single mom, I, I remember driving to the airport as I was catching a flight to go um, to work um, for meetings out of state. And I was just emotionally erect that, wow, that my son at his young age knew that I was working too hard. And I didn't know how to stop this cycle because if I started a new career, I would start over and that would shift our life totally to something different. And who wanted to do that or felt like, ooh, that would be wise. And so what I did was try to be there more with him in his sporting events and, and you know, with him when I was home to engage with my sons more. But the Lord changed my career anyway later. 
And so I think back that if I was doing what I'm doing today, had made that decision to do that after that, that epiphany that my son brought to my attention, I think our lives would be different. But the Lord still demonstrated his plan. And I thank God that I am in the position that I am in today to serve and to work with women and other families to help you and help other people really evaluate where they are in life and to say that, you know what, I I made, I struggled through this, but if I can prevent you struggling from this decision, that is such a high and such a inspiration to me to help you. And so I want to help you have that life that you're happy today and not buy into, well, I'll be happy when I get to heaven. I'll rest when I get to heaven. No, Jesus died for us to have victory in our lives here and in our lives in heaven because the victory that he bought and paid the price for was for us to be forever victorious, forever in glory, forever happy. So I want you today to gather and garner the courage within you to live a life true to yourself, not the life others expect of you, whether it's your family, whether it's um, others who think this is the road you should go. If you know in your heart that you're called to do something else, maybe you're called to be a writer, maybe you're called to be a speaker, maybe you're called to be in medicine, maybe you're called to be a dentist, or maybe you're called to be a, a homemaker. Live to your call and not worry about, maybe you went to college and got all this education, but deep down, you're now married, you want to have, you want to be with your children, but you feel either guilty or feel committed that you spent all this time getting an education and now you are discussing you wanting to give it up. Well, guess what? Build a plan for what you desire to do. You know, maybe you and your spouse can live on one income or maybe there is a business that you can start that can give you more time with your children. My desire for you today is to not have regret tomorrow about what happened today. So I'm going to hear some additional things I want you to do because why I want to quench regret in its tracks is because regret leads to condemnation, which keeps you, as I call it, among the family members of shame. Condemnation means a statement or expression of very strong and definite criticism or disapproval. Basically, it means you prosecute and render judgment upon yourself too often and too regular. So here's a battle zone for you today that's out of the book. One, in your list of regrets from the beginning of the chapter, was God in the plan? Second, do you work for earthly needs or excesses? Third, are you trying to measure yourself or your success against a certain group of people or family? Fourth, is people-pleasing leading you to regret? 
and explain how. Are you in the career you desire? Do you spend time with close friends? Lastly, number seven, what can you do to reverse your list of regrets into progress? Amen. And here is a prayer for you to get rid of regret. And I'm going to read this and you can play this and we can you can replay this after I read it once and we can be in agreement right through this podcast to break off the spirit of regret off your life and to live with progress and momentum going forward. And I will end this podcast with this prayer. Father, please break the cycle of shame of my life. Lord, I repent for believing in the spirit of I. You have my beginnings and my end already planned. I shall be set free from regret and all links to the spirit of shame. Your word bears my identity. Lord, I ask to forgive all of those friends, family, and others. And I want you to list out those people in the blank saying, I forgive so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so. I choose to forgive them. And I choose to not use their name or verbiage linked with regret. I ask you, Lord, to seal these words in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that the Holy Spirit will remind me and keep me ever moving forward and looking ahead to have progress, momentum, and freedom from the spirit of condemnation. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Well, ladies, you be blessed and you have your assignment for today and let's have progress. Amen. Bye-bye.